we had an academic intervention. There was an academic intervention in see Dola's upcoming album, Dola's recent album release. I actually haven't seen Like, it's taken Malaysia by a storm. Surprise, you won't know. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright! Copyright. Copyright is Is that allowed to be said? I want to wear him to my graduation. I want to wear him to my wedding. I want to wear him Hey, welcome to the first episode of Tabby Talks With Amisha and Asad A fashion podcast like no other <laughs> Insert the sound effects yeah. Let's start off with why we wanted to start this um, I feel like the reason is because We had an, uh, a revelation An epiphany <laughs> We were sitting in our room In her room Yeah um, and we're like, we should start a podcast. <laughs> because we, when the both of us are together, we always talk about the same things without trying. Mm-hmm. So that's how we felt like, oh, maybe we can, you know, actually put this to yeah, good use. We should share our thoughts and opinions to, to the internet, to the whole world, to, to the, the world. Or to the four people that will listen to this podcast. But we hope that by creating this podcast, we're creating a community. Um, that is engaging because when we talk about fashion it's more than just the clothes you know it's the concept it's the abstract idea it's the entertainment part of it it's how celebrity culture is it's um, culture itself and more we're creating a conversation not only like in the like western context but also local Malaysian fashion scene which has been thriving ever since and also like regional you know Southeast Asia India East Asia, so on and so forth. Wait, my back. Actually, Your back hurts. Let me just move a bit closer. You're carrying the fashion industry? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even though, like, I, I'm like a literal nobody. I'm not Rizman, Rizani, or anyone. But, like, ah, it just hurts. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, extra time. We had extra time. We had an academic intervention. There was an academic intervention in us really putting our bootstraps on and just being like let's start this podcast for real yeah and after coming to realize that me personally and I think I've shared my story with you is that I think later on in our podcast in the future season 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 um, I, I think I will slowly open up the reason why we started this podcast but me personally because I felt like my true calling was in the arts right and I think I've always had a thirst and love for fashion since I was a kid. And I love learning. And I feel like in fashion, you learn a lot, you know. Right. Yeah. My name is Asad. I am currently a business student studying in business management at Bleep Bleep University. <laughs> I'm going to share that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not dox, dox ourselves yeah. in the first episode. So, Asad, what are your fashion credentials? Um, I've attended um, a few fashion shows. Yeah. I've attended KLW last year, yeah. 2022. And I went to Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week KL this year. Wait, crazy. KL, MB? MBFW. MB, KLFW. Wow. Them longs, a yeah. Yeah. But we just call it Mercedes KL Fashion Week. Yeah, this year, 23. How about you, Amisha? Because I love to read. It's only natural that I want to talk about it in depth through a podcast like this. So Yeah, true. And I, I 
when we before this even before like we talk about fashion we generally have a common ground about like video essays and just writing in general yeah so when we bonded over fashion we actually did bond over fashion like every time we catch up we're like oh thoughts on this thoughts on that and I like mm-hmm. those are one of the more engaging like conversations in my mm-hmm. life right now that's why right yeah yeah and I- oh um my credentials zero just joking I mean <laughs> I think for now it's just like desire uh, and I guess I'm interning at a fashion brand at the moment are you gonna disclose that or I'm not disclosing that did you see Dola's upcoming album no Dola's recent album release I actually haven't seen would you care to explain <laughs> <laughs> I did and I I'm kind of obsessed with this this time around like uh, entire creative direction the production house the director and photographer and the album branding all goes credit to this instagram user e major i actually don't know their name their actual name but this is where i get all my info from the ig handle is e major 7 okay yeah and i believe they they are the like photographer for the album shots and everything like that the stylist is this person called carmen the way she styled the album was so cool. She incorporated Masha Di Mansour. Do you have you heard of that? No, I haven't heard about Masha Di Mansour. <laughs> <laughs> they incorporated Masha Di Mansour and Ghost Boy Club, which I think are. Oh, I know Ghost Boy Club. You yeah. know Ghost Boy Club, yeah, right? Have you seen the latest Ghost Boy Club? Um, what's that? I, I think it. I don't even know what it's. I, I maybe it's fall winter, tapi lawagile. This is very recent. Super nice. Like. A minute ago, or no, obviously, like a few days ago, maybe. Like okay, yeah, that's recent. Ago. That's recent. That is yeah. recent. Yeah, that's their latest um, collection. Anyways, yeah, ghost boy pieces and Masha Di Mansour pieces, which I thought was brilliant because they use different colors for each girl: red, yellow, blue, and green. I believe. Okay, totally spice and right. Like I love that the whole the characterization of each member. That was cool. Mm-hmm. And what was like the like general like whole aesthetic of the album rollout? Um, I think classic was more of like on the girl crush side, like more bad, baddie, more baddie, and um, the song was more strong on the stronger end instead of more pop. I think we needed that from them, and the fashion right like complemented the song and the album, so I like that. Maybe I should. You need to check out the songs. Like the whole album. Is it the whole album? Yeah. And watch the MV because they incorporated the creative direction and the fashion very well. Okay, okay. Maybe I should. Stream Dollar, guys. Yeah, stream Dollar. Actually, <laughs> the song I know is. Surprise! You won't know. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright! Copyright. Copyright issues. I can't sing it, yeah. Yeah, he, he can't sing Recently, it. Recently, I don't know if y'all know it, but, but I hope you do know. Mm-hmm. Um, Gentle Monster released. A new collection for 2024. Yep. And it's really taken much by a storm. With I feel like, not only, I feel like the whole world in general, you know. Yeah. The whole uh, optometry industry is like monopolized by one company, Luxottica. Yeah. Which owns like Ray-Ban and other famous brands in the... Oakley, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. What Gentle Monster did was bring the experience. Yep. And I feel like... Because when we entered it, it was like, what the heck, you know? Mm-hmm. Why the fuck is there rice in there? Yeah. And if you see like stores around the world, you know, in Korea, there's like a whole machine just moving, you know? Yeah. And in the Philippines, there's like a men, men spreading yep. 
And when I was in the Gentle Monster store in New York, there was like an entire metal construction just moving. Yeah, of course, its main idea is to sell the glasses. You know, yeah. That's the business of it. Mm-hmm. But the, the way they market itself, you know, the experience of it's a different experience when you wear a Gentle Monster itself. Um, it's not your usual eyewear. I saw this one comment on TikTok where uh, somebody said like, oh, Gentle, Mon- Gentle Monster itself is like so coded in mm. Gen Z. Yeah. It's, it's always about disruption. It's yeah. always about fighting back. You know, we don't, the wanting to be part of it, you know. Yeah. It, it really like aligns with my value of like wanting to be different, but yeah. at the same time like creating the own space that we have, mm-hmm. you know. All credit goes to their founder, Hanku Kim. He's the one that laid the groundwork for all of this. He did that by attaching the experience with the the glasses yeah. itself. And, and I feel like Hankook Kim is like a great example of like being, you know, being an entrepreneur mm. in the fashion industry or even a designer. The first collab with Jenny, do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. And then that took off, you know. That completely took yeah, off. Yeah, so I feel watching Gentle Monster Girl was started off with Jenny when mm. she was working with them, she was collaborating with them and her first the the first two campaigns were so successful, the Gentle Garden and Gentle Home. At first I didn't understand what that was. Like I was I wasn't sure if that was like her own brand or something. Is she starting an optical company? Is this a collab or is she the model? Because everything was so incorporated. I remember Gentle Monster like instead of G Mm-hmm. They changed it to J for her, oh. like Gentle Home, like that was so cool. And she worked with a photographer, Hugo Compi. Okay. They worked together and until now, I think those are some of the best editorials in fashion mm-hmm. as of recently. Circling back to like our moment of like Gentle Monster, um, I feel like growing up, like, because I am sadly an early eyewear, <laughs> eyeglass wearer. We do not, we I do have, not um, have. I have like problems with my vision so I had to wear um, eyeglass but like you've never really seen like eyewear you know that's camp yeah eyewear that is aesthetically pleasing you know yeah in general that's cool to wear all the time yeah you know I we uh, you know wearing glasses just it's not a fashion it's a, nece- a necessity because yeah. I refuse to wear contacts even like I a person who wear contacts time to time but I feel like because like every time I wear wear my contacts and I go out to meet friends or family or whatever, mm-hmm. like just like oh you're not wearing glasses you look so different you know yeah so I feel like glasses is part of my identity it is and like choosing a a glass that represents me is kind of integral to my my individuality you know? yeah yeah so I'd love to see how gentle monster will set the ripples and how it's going to trickle down to like more affordable brands in the future or something like that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, at this, I at mean like... Of time? No, the thing is... That's a I, pipe dream. Yeah, like what's like the piece that you want? I don't know how to say it, but it's. I think it's the Heiger. If I'm wrong, I'm so sorry. Um, it's the one where she wears, it's like metal, but then there's earrings at the side. Is it the stars or...? No. Oh, the one you can put the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's so cool. The... Actually, I don't know. Yeah, you're good. I don't know. You sure? No, for real. I feel like my favorite piece was um, the the collaboration they did with Maze and Margiela. I knew you were going to say that. I, I, like, it suits, like... Because I have round face. So, like... But I can't really wear thick frames. Right. Because it really... 
makes my round face look like a globe. Right. But like with that frame, because it's thick. But somehow like the cutting of the um the the lens, the yeah. sunglass, it really like elongates my face, you know. Like I feel like people who don't wear glasses don't really understand the pain of like having to choose an eyewear that suits your face and it's like a for me it's a long process i don't know for other people are. right same i i take hours to find a new frame like this frame it looks normal but you don't know how long it took me <laughs> to find a frame that looks normal you know i think it's more of like convincing yourself that you look good in the long run yeah <laughs> like like this frame uh i think i went like through like seven pieces stores? before oh, okay. no seven not stories i only went to one store right. loyal to that one store i guess uh, i went to seven pieces we started off like square, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, no! I don't, I don't look like a Prada librarian. I right. look like an actual librarian." You know? <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, maybe I'm not living for my Prada life." You know, you're not giving Mark Gong fashion intern. No. <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, let's try to do something that I'm more familiar with. This like squarish but circular." Yeah. Because before that, I just like Mont Blanc, but mm. which I think you've seen before, right? I did. Yeah, which got lost. <laughs> Study room. I don't know how what? I lost my glasses, but um, so I wanted to stick something similar, but like try something new. Yeah. So I was like, oh, let's try an aviator, and then the amount of aviators I tried, because like some don't have the middle, the middle bridge. Some only have the top bridge. Yeah. And some are like too high. Some are too far low, and then in the end, like I was like, oh my god, there's so much aviators, and then like we went into. And then we finally went onto this piece that I'm wearing right now, which is a black ribbon aviator, which is a bit smaller than my Mont Blanc. Is that how you pronounce it? I think it's Mont Blanc. Mont yeah. Blanc, yeah. Um, we're not French. We're not it's French. Fine. It's okay. Butcher a bit lah. Yeah, give yourself some grace. Yeah, uh, and then like it was either this black mm-hmm. or a blue and gold frame. Oh, okay. And I was like, I would live for a blue and gold frame, but I'm not really. Like, it, it was not tacky to say, but it was very out there, you know? Right, 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 right. I don't want... And then, like, gold... I'm not really a big fan of gold, even though, like... You're I'm, not a gold girl? I'm not really a gold girl. Even though, like, my undertone is, like, pretty neutral. Mm-mm. I can wear both. Yeah, same, too. But, like, I'm not... My preference is not gold. Right. So, I was like, you know what? Let's try black. You know, I've never tried black glasses. Oh, you've never life. had black I should have never had a black glass. That's cool. Yeah. It looks good, though. Yeah, thank you. It's so natural. Was this recent? Like, how recent was this? Well, this was uh, this year, like right. earlier this year. We yeah. both got new glasses. Yeah, and you get yours where? <laughs> I'm not exposing where I got my glasses. I got mine from Times Square. No, from Square. Yeah, I, I think a lot of everyone gets that. Yeah, I think these frames elongate my face. I don't know. Or maybe they just elongate my eyes, which is the point. I think I wanted to bring up my eyes. I wanted to make sure people know my eyes are huge, you know? What I used to do when I was a kid is I would put. Um, stickers on the size of my glass. Wow. Like star stickers, heart stickers, Mickey Mouse stickers, stuff like that. Just to like accessorize. Mm. So, I actually had Mickey Mouse glasses. Jeez. But like, like at the side. It was like so like cute. how like Mickey Mouse. Like it was a small Mickey Mouse at the side and the, the frames, the, the, the stick, like what's this called? Like the frame? The frame. was purple. Purple. Okay. It's actually horrible. I mean, you're giving evil queen love for sure. We sound American, we speak French. Yeah, so American, like, I'm not rocking in the way yeah. it sounds we from my mouth. We say croissants here. We say croissants. Croissant. Croissant. 
DJ. We can't that's say that. It. So the brand DJ. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that really wraps up the main topics that we want to talk about. Yeah. Um, we talked about Dala, and we talked about Gentle Monster. Right. And we need to end our first ever episode after rambling about Dala and Gentle Monster. We're gonna wrap this up with our top three favorite fashion moments uh, of the year. Yeah, like For me, is Mugler at XH&M. Mm -hmm. That's one. Second is Renaissance Tour. And New York Fashion Week. Okay. Wait, did I really? Is that my answer? Yeah, that's what he said. No, Sandy, Sandy Liang. Sandy, Sandy Liang's New York Fashion Week. Okay, I mean, Sandy is in New York. So like. Yeah, Fall Winter Collection. Okay, why Mugler X H&M? Why? why? So, Mugler X H&M was personally um, memorable to me because we experienced it together. Mm -hmm. We actually went uh, and queued up for the collaboration. Even though we were late, like, two We were hours, late by right? two hours. We were broke. I came with like three dollars in my pocket. <laughs> I swear. I even I didn't even check how much I had in my bank because I wasn't sure. I was like, let's just still go because if I knew the amount of money I had in my bank, I might not have gone. No, but honestly, like um, for the mobilization, it was like we knew it was coming. The, the was coming. ad campaign and the ad campaign was so good, guys. It was too good. Like ooh, baby, I feel okay. Copyright. I don't want to get copyright <laughs> by this stuff. But like when. We, it was so good. Yeah. And then um, we were already like, oh, I want to get this piece. I want to get this piece. Oh, the the jeans are so good. Mm -hmm. Blah blah. And then like, the no, the only piece that I actually really wanted was the corseted hoodie. And I was like, ooh. I Wait, wanted that was the jeans. Like, <laughs> like, I wanted the jeans more than anything. But when we went there two hours late, it was finished. It so was, was gone. Like even online, it was sold out, and it was six hundred ringgit. I did. I came there with my two ringgit fifty cents in my pocket. I was asking my sister, if anything happens, I will borrow your money first, yeah. and I will buy uh, you back. I'm yeah. so right. That literally, I'll even pay the interest back. You know. Exactly. But in the in the end, there was we, nothing left anyway. Yeah, I just bought an oversized shirt, which I still think was like it's really nice. I mean, it's a, you know, in the words of the. Uh, Fashionable people, it's an elevated basic piece. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I've only worn that twice. It's still there. I still hang it with the Mugler XHNM um, hanger. Same. Yeah. And it the still smells like. And then, like, I kind of sprayed the. Because they give the free sample of the uh, Angel Elixir yes. perfume. I still yeah. sprayed it on. It still has that smell, scent on it. So, but honestly, like, the whole day that we were at, at the event, the Mugler XHNM event, yeah, I feel like from. The morning, and we went back at night. We actually spent a whole day in Bukit Bintang. Oh yes. Yeah, we, we were so, and we studied after that. Yeah, we we studied. It was like in between was, exams. Yeah, it was it was during our finals. I was lucky enough to get to grab two shirts and mm -hmm. a hoodie. I still use the hoodie for airports and stuff like that, and it's so comfortable. I've only worn that shirt with um my black slacks from Uniqlo that I'm actually wearing today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know, but I love Uniqlo. I feel like throughout the whole. Podcast, I think I will not stop ramble about Uniqlo, which, surprise, I love Uniqlo, you know. Right. Yeah. Uniqlo is like Asad's thing, like, like entire personality. No, the thing is, okay, back to Gentle Monster, wait. Uniqlo so, suits so much with Gentle Monster, you know, like, that, like, it, it, like, it makes sense. 
like it's a really good like even for like uh, like those like OOTDs or like get ready with me yeah. a good Uniqlo outfit yeah. paired with a gentle monster yep. oh, eat it up you know <laughs> that was like the start for us yeah it was really uh, what, that's when I realised oh maybe he's my fashion soulmate yeah the next was Renaissance tour which which this, I personally had the opportunity Miss to Miss Americana. To Wait, go we to? didn't say we didn't talk about that you went to New York earlier this year. Right. I she mean, was in the center of fashion itself. Yes. One of one of the biggest fashion hubs. I was in New York for three months. I was working there, but I only went to the city like a few times, but long enough to be like, Oh, this is this is where it's at, like mm-hmm. for real. And while I was there, I had the opportunity to go to Renaissance myself. I was there for the New Jersey um, concert with at East Rutherford. I don't know how to say that, but it's fine. And I pulled up in, <laughs> in the most basic top. Because when you go to Renaissance, you're supposed to climb up. You're supposed to be the best space cowboy you yes. can be. Like everyone else, but I went super last minute, so I showed up in like a glittery silver top with like what's that called? Bell bottoms, like low rise bell bottoms. But it's fine. And I wore Nazifi Nasri. I repped local brand Nazifi Nasri. I'm a big fan of Nazifi Nasri, so I brought that back there, and it was awesome. And now I took I took videos of like everyone that I thought was best dressed, or like everyone I befriended with at the concert. Did you, you, you get permission for recording strangers? Like yes, that? I did. And I was like, hey, you gonna record your outfit? Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, sure. Of course of I course, did. Of course. <laughs> Actual theme coined by coined by CNN's article was accurately re- represented as Afio, Afro-Futurist Disco Fantasia. Fantasia. So it's like Space Cowboy Renaissance Glam. Which is literally what you, you would see in a sea of beehives, you know? So yeah, as I was saying, like the Muglebi suit was when she was in London. And then the Lueve suit, you know, the ones with the... The hands. And they came in like so many versions. It was in the nude, it was in silver, it was in in red. It was too good. And I saw like on TikTok, like people were recreating that dress. And then I saw a guy like covered the hand, like he like custom made his own shorts. Yeah. And covered like the front. Oh, yes. And two gats at the back. (laughs) Did you see the parody as well? Like this girl who was like, um, like, Trying to mimic Beyonce on TikTok, and then her outfit was like, like, like those combs. Like I thought, you saw. It was, saw. It was so it. good. Like it was a black, it was black combs attached uh-huh. to make it, like. Hands. Oh, okay, okay. I think I've seen it. I, I think it. I think yeah. I showed you something, but yeah. And my personal favorite outfit was um the one she wore for Dangerously in Love in East Rutherford, New Jersey. First, I'm biased because that's my favorite song. Because she went there also. Yeah, and she started off with that song. Second is, she she was wearing Marc Jacobs, which I thought was like super, super. Like, mm-hmm. I love the silhouette and everything. Yeah. What's your favorite outfit oh, from Renaissance? My favorite outfit was, I think it was, um, oh, The Blue Cowboy by Roberto Cavalli. Cavalli. We're butchering all these I names. am so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that blue. It was like, it was like futuristic, ethereal. You know, it was covered in like jewelry, all these gems. It was bejeweled. It was bejeweled. As quoted by Taylor Swift. Yes, bejeweled. <laughs> um, but that that cowboy hat was so nice. Yeah. And another um, another piece that I liked was that 
oil spill trash by um wait hold up I got the notes I got the notes it's by oh yeah Devikoma Devikoma I love the crayon with the colors it's so good and then the silhouette it was you know it was it was like it was like a bodysuit or something like it it's like a it's trendy now yeah but the way the color and the pattern really um it like it you know how like oil spills like when they move yeah it's like that really pretty right like, like color changing ir- iridescent yeah, iridescentness right so when it was on the body i was like oh my god you know yeah it's so now mm-hmm. at the same time it's like i could wear that too <laughs> <laughs> like i genuinely think could. i could pull off a de- that dress I yeah. think you look good. I think I would look good. Yeah. I would look good in David Coma, especially the Beyonce outfit that she wore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, how about the Sandy Liang that you talked about? I've been a fan of Sandy Liang. When was the earliest that I've Was there earliest her? memory that you have of Sandy Liang? I think. Let me think. I think it was her wedding. Her wedding went viral for a bit, I, I think last year, and I was like, oh my god, that's like my dream wedding. It was beautiful. It was like, in the, it, it was in the gardens with all the bows. Obviously, we have a bow pandemonium going on right now. Um, yeah, like I think... The croquette era. Yeah, the croquette era and like how she felt, like everything was on film and stuff like that. It, it was beautiful. But I'm pretty sure I've heard of her like, like a little bit before that. Because of what? Maybe it was her flats, like her, her ballet flats. Yeah. It was her flats. And then after that, um, it was it was like a K-pop idol wearing it or something. That I was like, oh, okay. I was like researching what the idol was wearing. I was like, oh, she's wearing Sandy Liang. That's so cool. And then after that, me and my sister, we decided to make our bajuraya inspired by Sandy Liang and Shushu Tong. Um, I'll insert a pic here. Or I guess... Thank you, editor. Yeah, thank you to the editor. The editor is... Me? Us. <laughs> as, so, a, yeah. as a two-man team working two, here. Two-man team. We are working on it. We're work like a dog, day and night. <laughs> you know that? that no, you're coding. <laughs> no, we're coding. And it's kidding. Anyways, yeah. So, we incorporated Shushu Tong and Sandy Liang into our bajraya, in our kabaya. So, it was just like woven into... The Kabaya, which is which is cool, and then after that, I had the opportunity to fly to New York, start working there, and I was like, yeah, I'm not missing. I'm definitely going to go to her flagship store. I was trying to catch the fashion week itself, like trying to get invited, but I they wasn't. Don't move too much the mic. Sorry, I wasn't sure how to get into it because there was at one point I think, like when I was watching walking at Upper East Side, I was like, why are these girls all dressed in black and like they all have like the same paper bag. Then I realized it was Fashion Week, and I think they just walked out of a Mirror Palai show. Mm-hmm. Do you know that brand? Mirror Palai? I don't know how to say it. Butchering another name. Another name, Butchered. So yeah, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. But then um, Sandy's one was like super discreet. Like I saw all the influencers um, and the fashion girlies getting ready for it. But like obviously it was invite only, and they couldn't expose where it was. And then after that, I just saw people posting pics of it pics of it and I was like oh okay so it's over but then I thought the show was phenomenal like I saw all the all the pieces for fall winter it was beautiful and then by the time I got to the flagship store the collection had already been like 
presented mm-hmm. and they uh, they released like a zine for it. And I managed to grab like the zine at least to immortalize the piece, pieces I loved. And I think they only had like 100 copies of the zine. And when, while I was in the store, it was cool because um, the girl that worked, I was like, oh, did you go for the fashion week? And she was like, yeah, I, I went. Um, all the Sandy girlies like got to be a part of the fashion week. I was like, oh, that's so cool. So yeah, I want to be a Sandy girl one day. So yeah. That's cool. Right? No, the, the fact that you were in New York during New York Fashion Week, like, I feel, even though, like, you're, you weren't, like, invited, mm-hmm. per se, mm-hmm. but being in the environment, the atmosphere of Fashion Week itself, you know, where yeah. designers, publications, media, all these people of fashion yeah. from the industry come together, I feel like being just at that place, the location itself, is already, like... Like... Oh, this is like a once-in-a-lifetime yeah. thing for me. Like, just be able to watch it. I feel like it's not just... I feel like... I feel like we both want to pursue a career in fashion. Yeah. Have this podcast. Like. <laughs> oh my god, is it obvious? <laughs> Girl. <laughs> um, but like... You know, I feel like it's a... It's like a stepping stone, you know? Right, yeah. Yeah. With talking about fashion, I feel like one of my favorite moments of 23 is also going to Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week. Actually, before this... I'm going to be honest with you, I've never heard about Mercedes-Benz until really? I went to Mercedes-Benz. Yeah, you told me about but it. But apparently Mercedes-Benz does um, Fashion Week like across the world. Oh, that's cool. And it's pretty uh, well-renowned. They do it around the world and they um, mostly invite like innovative designers from different countries. So, wait, was the Malaysian one, like, is that annual or...? Uh, I'm actually quite not sure, but I think we'll put a note down here by the editor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh me, I'm editing this video, okay. Um, and of course, I went to see my favorite Malaysian designer of all time. Amisha is literally like bleeding her ears every time I talk about Dixon Lim. That's not true. <laughs> I love when you mention him. Like, like Dixon Lim, like, I want to wear him to my graduation. I want to wear him to my wedding. I want to wear him... Wedding. Still young to talk about that. <laughs> okay, my graduation, my wedding, like even my everyday like corporate wear. Yeah. If I work in an office, yeah. Even like if I don't work in a corporate office or anything, I still want to wear um his outfits. Um, the tailoring is amazing, and I had the pleasure, you know, sitting front row at section C. You know, section A actually, but literally the at the car. You know, at the car. No, 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 not the car. The stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was sitting front row. So it's, uh, it was an inspiring moment. That's so cool. Yeah. And then I also got to meet at um, that night, I got to meet my one of my favorite content creators, um, slash, I guess, writer now, um, Asha Farisha. Yeah. Oh, meeting her was the best thing in the world. Like, I genuinely think that... Uh, like she's she, down to earth. She's down to earth, for sure. And, like, meeting her and having a... Even though it was, like, a short conversation, but, like, getting... Like meeting like the person that you've been admiring, and yeah. I guess she was also like a catalyzer. Yeah. In even our podcast, you know, in creating like okay, let's see the stats, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was nice to meet her. Yeah. And I remember I took a selfie with her, and the first thing I did was like, Amisha, you won't believe who I saw. <laughs> Immediately texted me. Yeah. Let you know, like, did you like? I was like, oh my god, and then it was amazing. Um, but going to um fashion is always fun. And I am looking forward to going to Fashion Weeks in, in the, the future. future. Yeah. Maybe KL, maybe mm-hmm. Singapore, Bangkok. 
Jakarta, New York, Paris, I don't know. Yeah. Any city that would accept me, I will go. Yeah. Oh, also one more point that I also forgot. Um, no, my favorite was that I was introduced to like a brand new brand. It's called Chai Studios. It's based in London. So it was a model turned to a uh, fashion designer. Chai Studios? Yeah, Chai Studios. I think Studios. I've heard of it. Uh, so they were like, uh, the first collection was about like pleating and like traditional stuff like that. Okay, okay. That was that. Yeah, yeah. But um, when I searched about... It's the one with the plates, right? Like the vintage. Is there plates? I think so. I don't think the, fa- the fashion show that's not a place, man. Okay, never mind. Okay. Uh, I, I was looking at the IG, my bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, there was plates on the IG. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. It was okay, like okay. mushrooms and stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But one of the things that really captured me was that behind the scenes of Chai Studios, I actually, I didn't know this mm-hmm. until like, I had to like, dig, uh, like go down the rabbit hole, was that the light curator. I never knew that job even existed. The light curator uh, was by this guy i think it was witchism on wow i don't know how to witchism that's how you pronounce his ig handle uh, but he's a light career and he has worked with like big brands like givenchy and so on and so forth and then like because to me that night chai studios um show the 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 whole production was really good and then like getting to learn about you know production and lighting mm-hmm. for that for that night I was like, wow, I never knew there was doors to fashion through other avenues, i.e., you know, the backstage and talking about lights, you know. Exactly. Even like even the production of the music and stuff like that. So yeah. it was a it was an amazing experience and it was also like a learning experience. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's like the general um, overview of like me and fashion is that I continuously learn, you know. Yeah. Like today you name drop like ten thousand new brands <laughs> on me. That new photographer, <laughs> a new name, new celebrity, I still don't know. But, you know, I'm probably going to go back later on, get like, on my Instagram, look at the people, go down a few articles. Yeah. Go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Like, that's the fun part of everything. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. I think fashion always keeps me engaged. Yeah. Like, I feel like this is somewhere I can really be present in. Yeah, and even though it's, like, fast, but at the same time, you take your time. Yeah. And then it's, like, it's, it's like, Everything for anyone, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? That's like, Okator, you know, if you want to go. And it can be... Oh, is that how you say it? Okator. Wow! I never said it like How do you say it? Like, a normal person. Like, not French. Hot couture. Just... Wait, that's like, actually... horrible. Wait, don't quote me, because I'm still learning all my new lingo, my French. Pretty sure it's Okator. Okator. Yeah. No, I think that's how everybody says, says it. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've, I've been saying it wrongly. Hot, hot couture? <laughs> Okay, croissant. Okay, croissant. Okay, pain out chocolate. Wait, isn't it pan chocolate? Oh my god. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I love a good pan chocolate also. Me too. Yeah. I'm craving one right now. Okay, with that said, we are getting hungry. Yeah, we're getting extremely hungry. I think we're going to end our episode here. Thank you so much for um, listening and tuning in to the, ever epi- the first episode of Tabby Talks. Yes. With Amisha and Asad. Be sure to subscribe to the channel, like, share, and follow us on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. and also on our TikTok. Yeah. 
and our Instagram. And Instagram. Link in bio. Follow on, follow us on all of our platforms. And share to the world. You know, we are starting something new. Yeah. And we'll see you guys in the second episode. Bye.